Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to Z Sports.com. And we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live weekday mornings at 8-ish Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And then also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans, get better with farm your health plans at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Uh, and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro online at KrebsKubota.com. So Sam, before we dive into this coaching uh, update and this conversation about the staff, you did release your first of, I don't know how many, full Titans mock drafts on Monday. And so we will have some mock draft Mondays roll out here over this off season. So uh, I tease promote where people can find your first Titans full mock draft. That's up there on the website, a to Z sports.com. Yeah. Well, that's where it is. A to Z sports.com. There's some graphics out there on the social media as well. But if you want to uh, dive into mock draft season, that is where we are at right now. Austin as well is it is a, a full mock draft season for football fans uh, thinking about the possibilities of where their team might go. I went seven rounds. I picked for the Titans. I tried to address all of their needs with players who I believe are going to be on the board at those picks. And uh, I feel like I did a pretty good job. So uh, there is a mock draft on A to Z sports with a Titan specific uh, picks and my reasoning for all of those picks. I, I see a lot of mock drafts come out now that are boring and they just have uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Now I explain my thought process. I tell you why I'm going where I'm going, which each, each one of my choices. Uh, so go check out the mock draft. Yes. And uh, your mock draft was very senior bowl flavored uh, a little bit. It wasn't at the top, but you had a lot of that, the later round picks of guys that you got to watch at the senior bowl. So I think the good thing about you going to the senior bowl with some A to Z staff members is truly seeing what these players look like and hearing the chatter around, whether it's draft media or uh, NFL scouts and departments that are going to be making these selections and agents and other connections that are being made down there. So I think that's something that Sam has a foundation base of knowledge uh, from the senior bowl that we'll just build on uh, as this mock draft season continues. A lot of people saying that they hate mock draft season. It's an exercise. It's, it's an exercise to see how things are changing and developing throughout the months of February, March, and draft month of April 
because you've got the senior bowl and the shrine bowl complete. That's kind of step one. The combine's coming up here in a few weeks in Indianapolis, pro days throughout the month of March, and then lying season, which is the month of April leading up to draft week, which is one of my most favorite times of the year. But Sam, you were at the senior bowl, Rain Carthon and Brian Callahan were not. Uh, they sent down uh, Chad Brinker and Anthony Robinson, who are uh, a part of this front office brass, uh, to do that that work at the Senior Bowl. And here was Rand Carthon talking about why they didn't go to the Senior Bowl and how he and Brian Callahan were able to set up this coaching staff. And this is from the OTP with Dave McGinnis, Mike Keith, and Ramon Foster talking with Titans executive VP and GM Rand Carthon. It's been really cool um, for us to, you know, spend that time together. Um, you know, he and I here in the building, and you know, as we get these coaching uh, coaches in and you know talk to them, we've had a, you know, a ton of Zoom interviews. We've had a, you know, a few in persons that are still going. Um, you know, it's been cool for us to kind of play off of each other, you know, and learn how to feed off of each other throughout the interview process. You know. Um, you know, we neither one of us have ever interviewed coaches from that magnitude from, you know, that's going to play a, an important part for us before. So us being able to sit down, formulate a script, you know, and, and just see how we fit in off of each other and just being um, being fluid and not being robots and just reading questions off of a sheet of paper and just, you know, being able to, you know, learn different segues and how to, you know, get a coach to go into a more detail or, you know, things like that. And, and then just connecting on a personal level. Uh, we just, in this interview here, you know, we have so many similarities that it's kind of creepy um, that we didn't know about. And then just even in this um, this recent interview we just had with a coach, um, we both learned that both of our dads are originally from Chicago and from the same side of town. You know, and it's like I said, we have a lot of similarities. It's pretty creepy, um, <laughs> if I can say. But um, again, a like-minded person, you know, and that and, and that the communication is is really strong. So the communication really strong there from Rand. I mean, look, you got to be in a car with James Foster of A to Z Sports Film Room for like thirteen hours uh, during the Senior Bowl week, going to Mobile and back to Nashville. You guys get to build a different connection that you had previously. Rand Carthon and Brian Callahan they are thrust into this role where they have to collaborate on building this football team to get back to where Amy Adams shrunk wants it to be. Having this in-person experience is invaluable in going through all these reps to, to build on that relationship and find out that ran and Callahan and you all have parents from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think this is overall a, I, I don't get any Titans fans that were upset at the idea that Rand and Brian Callahan were not down at the Senior Bowl. Uh, there is tape that's going to be available at the Senior Bowl for NFL executives and coaches to watch. Um, a big reason why some of football executives go down there is just to size somebody up and see what their physique is like in person. And that's something that Chad Brinker and Anthony Robinson and Titan scouts are perfectly capable of doing and conducting some initial meetings. But the priority for Rand Carthon and for Brian Callahan needs to be one, developing their relationship and two, building a coaching staff that is going to help develop these players, whoever it is, that they end up selecting in this year's draft. And so uh, I think it, it is time well spent for the two of them to prioritize their staff. And if, you know, if they're getting closer along the way, if they want to talk about their parents being from Chicago along the way, that's a big positive in my book. Uh, so 
uh, I, I'm all for this. Uh, and now it's just a matter of making sure you get the staff right. But I do think part of the reason Titans fans have been, I would say, overall pretty high on their staff so far is the effort that, you know, Callahan and Rand have made of, of making that the priority right now. Yeah, so uh, Caleb says, I thought it was dumb that they were not at the Senior Bowl, but neither person has ever hired a staff. I get it now. And, and then I, I do see uh, this coming through here. Malachi asked, didn't they at least send scouts? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they sent scouts, they sent, but they also they sent, sent the president of president- football operations. <laughs> they sent an, an assistant general manager yeah. and Anthony Robinson. They sent a bunch of scouts. There were people with Titans gear on walking around at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and so look, and as Rand continued in the OTP episode that's 46 minutes long, I believe it came out yesterday, about halfway through it, but this was one topic that I wanted to discuss today. But uh, they talked about how, you know, you can see everything. Like Sam and James and everybody from A to Z that went down there has the same film cut-ups that Rand Carthon, Chad Brinker, Anthony Robinson, and now Brian Callahan have of every player sorted through every rep, every drill that they can watch and and really get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, but but and then we're, they were able to put the staff together, and we'll talk more about the player profiles that they're building throughout this offseason as we approach free agency and approach the draft to see if we can pinpoint to make this mock draft season more accurate to know okay, this is what they want in a wide receiver, this is what they want in an offensive lineman. Here are the players that could go in these rounds to fit what they want. But there has been one red flag, I think, that. Rain uh, that Brian Callahan has one thing that Callahan has done to this point that I think most of Titans media and Titans fans are kind of like, ah, I don't know about that. So we'll get to that here in a second. But first, Sam, tell everybody about our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, because whenever you get hurt in life, You have to know who to trust and you don't want to fumble on your recovery. So go to the Bone and Joint Institute. They're located out in Franklin with a state-of-the-art rehab facility that's right off the highway to assist with everything you need. And it's all under one roof when it comes to the Bone and Joint Institute. No driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to different appointments. Point A to point B, you just have one-stop shop. Clinic, rehab, image, surgery, testing. It's all there. It's a great facility. They've got great doctors and great care for whatever you need. Whenever you get hurt in life, go to them. Schedule an appointment online at boneandjointtn.org. And with BetMGM, we're getting ready. Big game's approaching. And if you want to win instantly with BetMGM for the first time, sign up with our code ATOZ200. Not the one on the screen for this promotion, but ATOZ200 for the big game. All you have to do after signing up with the BetMGM app with code ATOZ200, is place a $5 money line wager on the big game. Doesn't matter what happens, who wins, who loses. If your bet wins or loses, you instantly get $158 in bonus bets after placing that $5 money line wager. Again, only when you sign up with BetMGM, the king of sports books, with this code ATOZ200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligible requirements. First online room money wager only. Rewards issued knowledge all bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game with support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So Sam, uh, Brian Callahan has made several coaching hires. Denard Wilson, DC, Nick Holes, OC. Those have been made official by the team. Bill Callahan, the O-line coach, his father, 
Tyke Tolbert, the wide receiver coach, Frank Bush, the linebackers coach, and Steven Jackson, the cornerback coach. So I think I am fair to say this, painting a broad brush, that the biggest red flag of Brian Callahan's three-week-old Titans career as a head coach is his hiring of Nick Holes as the offensive coordinator. Because as I said last week, Sam, and I'll let you kind of go into this a little bit, I, I don't think there's a head coach out there outside of Brian Callahan who would hire Nick Holes as an offensive coordinator. He wasn't – that's not what he was doing. He was a pass game coordinator for the Jags with Doug Peterson, who was the head coach and the play caller, who also had an offensive coordinator. So Nick Holes was like three steps removed from calling plays as a, as a pass game coordinator. He's been an offensive coordinator for one year in the college game at UNLV and had a 70-something ranked offense, and they had a jump in offense this past season when Holes went to the Jags. And Trevor Lawrence didn't have as good of a year in 2023 that he did the previous year. Not all that's Nick Holes' fault. You don't blame the pass game coordinator for the quarterback's failures. But I think this is the biggest red flag of Brian Callahan because Nick Holes, as we all know now, was Brian Callahan's high school football teammate. And he got his first coaching job at Nebraska under Bill Callahan several years ago, 15 plus nearly 20 years ago. So, Sam, how do you feel about the Nick Holes hire in general? And then we've got, we'll go back to the OTP and hear from Rand Carthon about this topic too. Yeah, I mean, it's the worst hire of the offseason for for the Titans. I, I, I just, I don't get this one. Um, he's never been a position coach in the NFL. Like, I saw a comment that said, oh, he's got a track record all on his own, but like, where? You know, he's been a, pass game coordinator for the Jags. And as you mentioned, like a step backwards for the Jaguars. I, I'm not like necessarily blown away by the fact that he was with the Jaguars for one year as a pass game coordinator in a year that their passing game was worse. The offensive coordinator for UNLV in a year that they were a below average college offense among all division one teams and then spent 10 years with the Raiders as an assistant wide receivers coach to an offensive quality control coach. And he bounced back and forth between the roles, never even getting promoted to a position coach. He got his first job at Nebraska because of Bill Callahan. He's a family friend. He is a high school teammate of Brian. He's not an offensive coordinator. The reason you can feel okay about it, if you're a Titans fan, I guess, is just the fact that Brian Callahan is essentially your offensive coordinator and a head coach in one. I think what Brian Callahan's looking to do is to have an offensive coordinator that he just has a strong relationship with on his staff for collaboration and just chemistry, which is what something he had with Zach Taylor in Cincinnati that he might be trying to replicate. But yeah, this was a big, I'm I, like, I just, I don't like this hire. I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I don't think there's a coach in the league outside of Brian Callahan that hires Nick Holes as an offensive coordinator. I'm quite, quite frankly, I just, I don't know if he's a position coach on a lot of teams around the league because he's been in the league for over a decade and he hasn't been able to find that job so far. So this is a buddy hire. And I think that that's at least a red flag or, or a yellow flag for, 
for Titans fans right now. Yeah, and I think to give credit to Nick Holes, because I don't want to completely dump on a guy that I've never really heard of or met or know much about, other than what's been talked about and reported and written, is that the guy lasted with the Raiders for several coaching changes, for a couple general manager changes, a move of the franchise from Oakland to Las Vegas, and he remained on the staff by a bunch of different people So there's some value that he has for what that experience is like over a 10-year period with one organization going through a bunch of change. Sure. Well, I think Nick Holtz can be a valuable staff member, uh, but he's your offensive coordinator. Like, like there's a difference between being a member of the organization. If they add him as a pass game coordinator, as a pass game analyst, there's something where he's, you know, uh, and – assistant to Brian Callahan and he's in the organization and he's helping out. He can be Brian Callahan's version of Mike Vrabel's stretch. And I'm cool with that. And I'm into <laughs> that. Like that, that'd be something that I'd sign up for because I do think he can bring value to the organization, but this isn't just stretch. This is an offensive coordinator. And sure. you know, you're talking about valuing, a quarterback's development, right? And when we were talking about potentially the hiring of Brian Callahan, we were talking about, well, what could be the combo between Brian Callahan and an offensive coordinator that maximizes Will Levis? And we had all these ideas, and I'm dreaming up a scenario where where Liam Cohen is potentially the quarterback's coach because Will Levis has, or is potentially the offensive coordinator because Will Levis has worked with him before, and he's worked with Charles London, his quarterback's coach. Well, Charles London is gone. Brian Callahan knows QBs, but he's a head coach that has more responsibilities to deal with than just focusing in on one player. And your offensive coordinator is somebody who's never really worked with quarterbacks before and is just a friend of the head coach. Yeah. That's worrisome for me. Yeah, it is a red flag. So again, let's go back to the OTP, the official Titans podcast with their interview with Rand Carthon. Again, this was a Rhett Bryan asking of Titans radio, Rhett Bryan asking Rand Carthon about the interviewing process with Carthon and Callahan going through uh, their several interviews and how Rand Carthon was kind of there to cross check some of these Brian Callahan candidates. You know, I'd be remiss if I if I didn't say like the the football part and Coach Matt could attest to this. The, the football part, the X's and O's part, pretty much takes care of itself, right? You you know who the good coaches are, you know where the good schemes are. Um, but like I've always said, we care about the people. You know, the, the, the everybody talks culture, 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 but culture is the people. You know, and so we want to make sure we're getting the right people, Um, you know, and then you go through and you're interviewing people and you realize his connections. You realize my connections and our our ability to, you know, get people on the phone that can help us figure out the people. Right. You can turn on the tape and see what the X's and O's are. There's only so many different football drills you can do um, to get you ready. Um, But that's been our driving forces to make make sure that we're getting the right people. And I thought it was really cool of him, even the coaches that he has history with, you know, and not just saying, hey, I'm going to flat out hire this guy. It's no, I want to get this guy in front of you so you can feel him and also cover his blind spots. If it's someone he's worked with for so long, like, hey, you know, did I miss anything? Am I missing anything? And for again, I'm not in there asking questions. Hey, can you talk me through the this protection and how would you adjust? 
I'm more so listening, um, seeing, you know, and I'm looking at him, understanding what he wants and how they're going to be able to fit in with him, not only schematically, but how they're going to be able to support him throughout the building. So, Sam, I I think this brings up an interesting question that we're going to ask. So, Rand Carthon saying he's checking Brian Callahan's blind spots on some of these candidates that Callahan knows well. I think that's something right there. So, let's go ahead and dive into this question that we've prepared for everybody here. And that is, does Rand Carthon cross-checking Brian Callahan's buddy hire make you feel better or the same about Nick Holes. So better or the same about Nick Holes, knowing that Carthon's role was to make sure that this didn't just feel like a buddy hire uh, that Brian Callahan wanted to push through. So better or the same about the OC hiring of Nick Holes under Brian Callahan. But first, let me tell you guys about our buddies over at Krebs Kubota. This is something I I believe in fully because Krebs Kubota is a family-owned and operated company that has survived and thrived for 18 plus years, started with one location in Columbia and grew to three with adding Murfreesboro and Franklin across the mid-state along the way. That only happens because you're really good at what you do, right? So Krebs Kubota has been able to grow over 18 years because they have the best customer service in the industry when it comes to any of the equipment you need, whether it's a mower, a trimmer, the bigger stuff, the power units with implementations, because you got projects and things to do around your property uh, at home or with your business, commercial, residential, they got it. You need to buy it, you need to rent it, they got you there too. They're also an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry and the best warranties to go along with that equipment as well. It's so important to have a relationship with your equipment provider because things happen. It's a lot of stuff that can go wrong and you need to make sure that you know who you can lean on in those times. And that's where Krebs Kubota comes in to help you out at KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win with the big game coming up this weekend, make sure you are getting with the sports book and getting with the king of sports books, BetMGM. Use that bonus code, place that first wager, and whatever that amount is, even if you will, even if you lose, it goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet. That's a second chance to win big and the best way to do sports betting with BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, so Sam, I'm going to send you to the chat. Uh, we asked the question, does Rain Carthon cross-checking Brian Callahan's buddy hire make you feel better or the same about the Nick Holes offensive coordinator hire that the Titans have made. So I'll let you go to Facebook, to YouTube. By the way, we need more likes. More likes on the show, please. We see a ton of comments, but we need way more likes because uh, we don't have enough right now. So, Sam, better or the same? What are people saying there? Uh, We got better from Josh. We got better from Rashid. Same from Preston, Steven, Guy. Uh, Brandon says better. Major Key says better. So does Darius, Eric, Eric. Eric twice comes in with that. Uh, The same, Patrick says, the same, like there's no difference. The same from Ronnie, the same from Jerry, same from Curtis, same from Preston. Tighten up Tony says better because it means Carthon agrees with him. Ed says the same. Deshaun says the same. Uh, Slightly better, says Titans Kyle. Mr. Jones says worse. J. Rome says better. We needed that with Braves. Uh, Derek says better. MB says the same. Justin says the same. 
Rashid says better. Amar says the same. Clayton says better. Billy Jones says better with consistency. Malachi says the same. Ashley says the same. Tommy says the same. Uh, let's see. We've got we've got a better a lot of better comments, which turned into butter comments. I don't know. Seems like the chat's pretty <laughs> split. Uh, split here, Austin. Uh, with half the people feeling better, half the people feeling the same. Where are you at on this question? Well, I do want to give this super chat because Kane comes in here and says, has the A to Z opinion been wrong before on player or coach? You don't know. Time will tell if he sucks. Get rid of him. Simple. And so, Kane, I, I want to say this. There is no A to Z opinion. There is no overarching A to Z sports opinion. There is an Austin opinion, a Sam opinion, a Zach opinion, a Jack, a Buck, a whoever opinion, right? There's not an A to Z opinion. I do not tell Sam what way to think. There's a reason why all of you wanted Sam on here uh, the week that Vrabel got fired because Sam was doing everything to carry the jugs of water for Vrabel as I was like, hallelujah, bring in some offense, right? So th there is no A to Z opinion. Have we been wrong? Absolutely. <laughs> I was wrong about Arthur Smith. I was wrong about Derrick Henry. Uh, I was right about Derrick Henry until Derrick Henry proved me wrong. And then there's several things. Zach has been wrong about Taylor Lewan. We've been right and wrong all over the damn place. So I did want to address that from uh, Kane's super chat there. How do I feel about this? You know, it's it's how do you how do I really want to how much do I want to buy into Rand Carthon is how I answer this question. Because am I am I just drinking the Kool-Aid that Rand Carthon's saying of like, yeah, I believe Rand that Brian Callahan is is telling Rand Carthon, look, I don't want to just hire this person. I want you to hear this person and then tell me what you think about it because I believe in this person. I think I feel slightly better knowing and feeling that Rain Carthon is being transparent about the process that they're doing. I don't necessarily remember hearing Mike Vrabel talk about any of this stuff. Like Mike Vrabel hired coaches and well, that's who I thought was the best for the football team. When Tim Kelly was in, was promoted internally after Todd Downing was fired, it was up oh, continuity. He's what's best for this team. He knows the personnel, but there was no like cross checking on did Rand have any type of influence on that promotion to cross check because Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel know each other from time spent or shared in Houston. There was not, I, I don't, that wasn't transparent. This regime is already going to be way more transparent than the Vrabel regime. And so I think I have to say slightly better because I don't think Brian Callahan's the type of personality to push through, to thick head stubbornness move through a forced hire for a staff member. It does, he doesn't feel like that type of person. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that about his personality, but – and, I, and I'm in on Rand Carthon. I'll say you say to you, it depends on how bought in on Rand Carthon you are. And I, I'm in on Rand Carthon. I've been banging the drum about Carthon's resume from the moment he was hired. So if you want to talk about the A to Z opinion, uh, that was one of my opinions that I shared when the Titans brought him in as the general manager. But this doesn't make me feel any different uh, because kind of how Rand talked about going through the process. Let's play it one more time, Austin. And I will talk about uh, why this doesn't do anything for me. Let's roll the clip. 
You know, I'd be remiss if I if I didn't say like the the football part and Coach Matt could attest to this. The, the football part, the X's and O's part, pretty much takes care of itself, right? You you know who the good coaches are, you know where the good schemes are. Um, but like I've always said, we care about the people. You know, the, the, the everybody talks culture, 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 but culture is the people. You know, and so we want to make sure we're getting the right people. Um, you know, and then you go through and you're interviewing people and you realize his connections. You realize my connections and our our ability to, you know, get people on the phone that can help us figure out the people. Right. You can turn on the tape and see what the X's and O's are. There's only so many different football drills you can do um, to get you ready. Um, but that's been our driving forces to make make sure that we're getting the right people. And I thought it was really cool of him, even the coaches that he has history with, you know, and not just saying, hey, I'm going to flat out hire this guy. It's no, I want to get this guy in front of you so you can feel him and also cover his blind spots. If it's someone he's worked with for so long, like, hey, you know, did I miss anything? Am I missing anything? And for again, I'm not in there asking questions. Hey, can you talk me through the, this protection and how would you adjust? I'm more so listening, um, seeing, you know, and I'm looking at him, understanding what he wants and how they're going to be able to fit in with him, not only schematically, but how they're going to be able to support him throughout the building. So the only issue that I have with this is I just don't know if I agree with the process of uh, prioritizing people over scheme and X's and O's and offensive mind and offensive creativity when it comes to your offensive coordinator, I understand that this is Brian Callahan's offense. I understand that he is your primary play caller. Um, but Ran cross-checked this and gave his seal of approval on Nick Holes as the Titans OC because he supports Brian Callahan well. Basically said, I like this hire because they're buddies. I like him because they're friends and they get along and culture we all are a big happy family I just kind of want a little bit more than that out of an offensive coordinator like I, I think there is something to be said about hey can we find a guy that fits in with our culture and is supportive to our head coach who also offers unique ideas when it comes to scheme and play calling and how we practice and can assist our quarterback and can help our passing game or has unique experiences under a different type of offense or under great head coaches. Um, I don't like, I'm not sure that I'm change how I feel at all on Rand Carthon being like, yeah, I checked and these two get along great. Like that's well, not really a newsflash to me. I think like, you know, when you, when you bring up the prioritizing the people over the scheme, right? Like, I don't think they're doing that. I think the interview process. Well, he, just, he says that. No, in the video. I, no. He says, you know, you people talk. You can look at the tape for X's and O's. I'm worried about the people. Well, that's, that's, that's the said. difference maker. Because you can. Here's here's my translation of what that means. Is I can go tell when. And look, we interviewed. I don't know how many people. A to Z Sports in the year 2023. I think we hired 24, 25 people. It's a lot of interviews. A lot of tape that we're watching. You can go look at a writer's tape, a writer's production, their, their output, their articles to see if that scheme is a fit with what we want to bring in. That's that's the first part. Do they look like a person that produces the content that we want? Does Nick Holes look like a coordinator who runs the type of offense the Titans want? That box is checked. Okay, 
Now you go and start the interview process to find out if they fit within the unit, if they fit on the team, and they're not just going to be a lone wolf or somebody who's going to be a disruptor, even if their process and their production is what you're wanting. So I do think it's a big deal for uh, looking at the tape and saying that's the first box you check. They're not going to bring in some guy who wants to run the triple option just to just to have a different thought process. They're going to bring in the people to interview. That's the gate that you open up of this person likes the type of offense that Brian Callahan has in mind. And now it's how are they going to be able to work together? And because I did see this, um, that we favor, we both favorited some comments that I'm sure we're going to get to because Jerome said shots subliminally fired at Braves. Quote, I had a history with this guy and I'm not just going to flat out hire him. It's the fact that, you know, Brian Callahan probably could have just hired Nick Holes if he wanted to. You know, I think that it's his coaching staff, right? Now, Rand Carthon is above Brian Callahan because of the new structure the Titans have laid out there. But I do feel like it is important for Brian Callahan to make sure that the people are still going to work well together. And it's not, Ken Wisenhunt didn't work well. Like he was a he was the offensive mind. He was a more modern offense than what the Titans organization had had previously. So that was a step forward. But the guy was an asshole, and he was an asshole that rubbed people the wrong way, and it fell apart quickly. And they're five and twenty-seven. They fired the guy. So there is a difference in that. So that's kind of my take on that. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I, I'm just Donnie says Sam feels like he's being very dramatic about this hire. I, I'm not. I'm not understanding where this like blind faith is coming from this blind like look at the resume sue me if i'm a little bit underwhelmed this could work out fine i if you ever read my stuff chat if you guys actually read articles uh, on my chat uh you would hear my full thoughts on Nick Holes and saying that this is not the end of the world because at the end of the day, this is Brian Callahan's offense. Whether or not the Titans succeed on offense is going to come down to Brian Callahan, not Nick Holes. He, that is uh, ultimately what this will come down to. But I, I just, I have a hard time if you're a Titans fan looking at the type of addition that the Titans just made as like a defensive coordinator and Denard Wilson and how great of a hire that is, how highly sought after he is, the track record that he has with being either a passing game coordinator on defense or a cornerbacks coach and looking at how well his secondaries performed and the way he maximized everybody else around him. And that is a guy that I think you have to feel great about coming in and being your defensive coordinator. But why are we just like blindly okay with like an offensive coordinator? Like, Offensive coordinators do matter. Even I don't think. I don't think. And if you want to dispute that point, go look at the Detroit Lions and how much everybody loves Ben Johnson, and then remind yourself that Dan Campbell is an offensive coach. Sure. So, I don't think anybody is, or I don't think the majority of people are blindly accepting the Nick Holes hire. No, that's what it. I'm looking at the chat. That's what we seem to be getting is a lot well, of like, it, why is this a big the deal context with Callahan's of this offense? Nobody cares. Within but, the context of this conversation, again, we are presenting the Nick Holes hiring as OC as the biggest red flag thus far under Brian Callahan. 
Is it not? I I agree with you hundred percent. Right. And I so think within that context, the conversation on does Rand Carthon cross-checking this red flag buddy hire make you feel better or the same about it? Everybody that you said you read the comments, it was very fairly 50-50, the better or the same. All the people that are feeling the same still feel like it is a buddy hire and it's the biggest red flag. I said slightly better. Doesn't make it, it's still the biggest red flag. Because what's yeah. the second biggest red flag of Brian Callahan? The fact that he's calling plays for the first time or the fact that maybe he hired a D coordinator who's never been a D coordinator before too? It, like, well, it's probably this is, he's a first-time head coach who's never called plays with a defensive yeah. coordinator who's never called the defense. Um, yeah. But look, uh, I've been – I am overall very high on this coaching staff so far. I think the Titans have crushed this in a lot of areas. I think Bill Callahan – is a grand slam. I think Denard Wilson is a home run. I think you hired some good guys with a lot of experience in Steve Jackson and Tyke Tolbert and Frank Smith, guys that are going to help your staff because you have that lack of experience we just mentioned, calling plays and whatnot. But you have guys on your defensive staff that have been a defensive coordinator before. You have an offensive line coach and a father who has been a head coach before and has experienced what that is like. And the experience that Brian Callahan is surrounding himself with is a huge thumbs up uh, and, and something I'm very high on. But MB wants to know it's because no one believes that Holtz is the real offensive coordinator, just in title alone. Why is that so hard to understand? It's not hard to under, understand. But the fact that you have an offensive coordinator that you don't believe is capable of being an offensive coordinator, you, MB, don't believe is capable of being an offensive coordinator. And it's why you're saying he's just the title. He's just Callahan's personal assistant. To me, is a missed opportunity to add a really brilliant offensive mind that might see something differently from Brian Callahan that can help improve your offense, that can help Will Levis, that can help marry the run game to the pass game, whatever it is, but you could have found an actual offensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator. That sounds like a good idea to me. So I don't think this is the end of the world for the Titans staff. I could be way wrong and Nick Holtz could end up being awesome. That That's a real possibility. They could be successful despite him not being experienced or not really having any sort of uh, qualifications to be an offensive coordinator. But I think the fact that he doesn't have that qualification, I don't believe the Titans should hire an offensive coordinator that's just an OC in title alone and isn't actually doing anything. I think you had an opportunity to add somebody else, and I would have wanted to see them do that. Yeah, and so I, I do think, and I have to understand too, that this offensive coordinator job is not the most attractive offensive coordinator job across the NFL, right? Zach and I talked about this yesterday. Here's the list of, I guess I accidentally deleted that uh, that graphic from yesterday, but the list of coaching hires, but eight have been made and five of the eight are defensive-minded head coaches. So automatically there are five offensive coordinator jobs more attractive than the Titans one because that's a leader of the offense, a play caller, where this one is just not that at all. Well, I mean, I'll add something though, because like people are saying that, right? They're like, well, what great offensive mind is coming without calling plays? Uh, I think you could have found somebody with offensive coordinator experience and somebody who's worked under some of the best offenses that have actually had success in the NFL for years. Uh, maybe like a Thomas Brown, 
who actually took a step down to go be, I think it's a pass game coordinator job or a quarterback's coach job, something like that, that he took with the Bears. Uh, he could have come in and been your offensive coordinator, and he's somebody who's worked under the Sean McVay offense uh, and has experience calling plays and would have been somebody who I thought offered a very unique perspective to what Brian Callahan's expertise were. We've talked about that pairing potentially on the show. Well, that's a guy who didn't even get an offensive coordinator job that the Titans could have pursued to have their offensive coordinator job. And there are other guys like that out there. Uh, it's not the most attractive job where you're going to get the hottest name, but that doesn't mean that you just hire your high school wide receiver. No, I, for sure. Uh, all right. So uh, Sam, we're, we're going to save our next hire conversation for a different day. I think that's a much longer conversation that we can get into and spend more time than what we've got uh, for today. But I do have a couple super chats and a couple other comments that I've uh, saved that I want to get to here on the show. Again, like the show, please. Uh, we're going to dive more and deeper into this red flag of Brian Callahan that ran Carth on his cross check, that it's about the hiring of offensive coordinator Nick Holtz. Nick Holtz, excuse me, because I just saw Parker Harsky tweeted two uh, minutes ago that it's Holtz, Holtz. So throw a T in there, Holtz, uh, officially. So uh, we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to uh, that next uh, piece of information. But first, I want to tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. If you uh, were listening to the OTP clips that we played, you saw that their presenting sponsor is also Farm Bureau Health Plans, and so. Farm Bureau Health Plans, they invest in the community, whether it's the Tennessee Titans, A to Z Sport, the Tennessee Volunteers, or the local baseball league this spring in your city and town across the state of Tennessee. You will see Farm Bureau Health Plans because community is what it's all about and making sure that you have the right health coverage for you and your family and your situation. Regardless of that situation, a young growing family or an invested family with that next level of coverage, they've got you covered. Zach Bingham signed up with Farm Bureau Health Plans two-plus years ago, saved 20% a month, and no longer has to pay out-of-pocket for dental and vision. And that's the best of both worlds, saving money and also getting better coverage because Farm Bureau Health Plans is there for them, for him, and they can be there for you. Get it started across the entire state for over 75 years at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Uh, the big game on Sunday I think Brock Purdy's about to win himself a ring. That is uh, my call for the game. And so I will oh. be getting in on the action with BetMGM and placing a bet there. If you're with me, or maybe you disagree with me and you just want to rub it in my face by fading me and then beating me on a bet and you want to back the GOAT and Patrick Mahomes, uh, still go to BetMGM and BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports and you can get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, that's a second chance to win big with the bonus code ATOZ Sports and BetMGM.com. Choo choo, am I right? Yeah, uh, I, we've actually <laughs> done a good job somehow avoiding the trains that come by my apartment all the time oh. on the show and the morning show. Titans at two gets hit with the trains quite often or the fire alarm. Not as fortunate today. Uh, I see, I saw you just trade in some barking dogs for the train. So that, that's how that well, works in Sam's land. At least the train lasts for like five seconds to 10 seconds and then goes away. Uh, the barking dogs were like a seven hour a day excursion that would <laughs> make. Me All right. So a, a, 
a couple things I wanted to get to, uh, some super chats that came in from Juan. He says, I think this is a good move talking about the Nick Holtz hire Holtz hiring. That's going to be a thing for me to change. Uh, the Nick Holtz hiring, it's going to create consistency within the offensive staff without having interruptions year after year. And I think it was very obvious to see Brian Callahan's plan with his offensive coordinator was to recreate Zach Taylor and he and him in the Bengals system for five years. And there are absolutely benefits to that. And so Brian Callahan wants to do that. So I think one is, is correct with what the setup of this is, is the, the most optimistic view of this setup is going to be. Yeah, no, this is the, is the benefit of it. And John, I thought had a funny comment. You can't lose your offensive coordinator if nobody wants to hire him. And uh, you know, that could be the situation that the Titans are looking at. Right. I mean, if Nick Holes can Holtz, Holtz can fit Holtz. into what Brian Callahan wants to do on offense and they can have offensive success, I still think there would be the perspective around the league of, well, Nick Holtz has never really called plays and this has always been Brian Callahan's offense. And you've got a good chance at retaining that offensive coordinator year after year um, and, and creating a lot of continuity. So that is a big Big upside for this it is in a in a league where offensive coordinators have been, you know, turned over Churn. every yeah. two years or so, like the entire league churns over an offensive coordinator. Uh, the Titans have an opportunity to potentially keep their offensive staff whole, uh, even Holtz. if they have. All, yeah. Even if they have offensive <laughs> success, though, right? Like how many yeah. offenses around the sport can be a top 10 offense and potentially retain everybody on their offensive staff? There is an opportunity here for the Titans to potentially do that, have success, and keep their OC in place. Yeah, and I think it's uh, – I think you said this uh, a few weeks ago that in the last three coaching cycles, every NFL team has replaced their offensive coordinator. Yep. Right? Yeah, crazy. Well, which, which with either firing them, with them getting hired for a job, um, offensive coordinators, and this is part of the reason that offensive coaching is such a, you know, trend right now, because keeping an OC is difficult. And so having continuity of offense is difficult. So the only scenarios in which it really happens are scenarios like Brian Callahan, where everybody kind of looks at that Bengals offense and goes, yeah, but this, that's Zach Taylor. I don't know how, like, and years go by and you realize how important Brian Callahan has been to Cincinnati and eventually he gets his opportunity. But the Bengals were able to get five years with this guy on their staff, so. Yeah, uh, Juan continues and says, it's not about the resume. It's about having a guy that thinks like you and understands the offensive philosophy you want to run that can game plan to your specs. Uh, your specifics. So I had to translate that a bit on the fly, but yeah. So yes, uh, Juan, uh, I definitely understand that aspect of it. Another super chat that just came in, kicking to the King production says Holtz is there to implement the offensive game plan. No different than what Mike McDaniel, Kevin O'Connell and Callahan did before coming head coaches elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, Mike, Mike McDaniel, McDaniel, same thing. Mike, Mike McDaniel called the defense in Baltimore. No, McDaniel, not McDonald. Oh, yeah, my bad. McDaniel, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Mike Max. Yeah, hang on. We got to talk about that, by the way, because Mike McDonald, the mix and Mike's and Sean's. You got Sean McVay, Sean 
McDermott, Mike McDaniel, Mike McDonald. Uh, there was a Josh McDaniels. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we doing? I don't know. That's not my problem. But again, like I, I think, and then you got to, yeah, you got O'Connell and luckily O'Brien's back in a uh, college game. But I, I still think, I think King of the Kings is, Productions is correct. Like, yes, this is what the plan was. And Mike McDaniel did not call plays uh, before getting the head job at the Dolphins either. So there is something to that there. All right, um, Sam, I did see a comment from Demetrius that I favorited earlier that I thought was interesting, which is why we kind of uh, slid our next higher conversation too. Demetrius commented earlier and says, I feel like the local media is secretly rooting against Ran and this new regime to fail. You're around the local media all the time. I am not like I used to be. What do you think about this comment from Demetrius on Facebook? I feel like the local media is secretly rooting against Ran and this new regime to fail. I mean, my, my I would just say like, why? I mean, right, Rand and the new regime succeeding is good for local media. Local media doesn't like when the Titans are bad. It's bad for us. Like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of confused by that. I don't know why. I, I think Rand is pretty well received by a lot of people. Uh, you know, I, I know that myself, Teron Davenport, other members of the local media have been have been big fans of Rand from the moment that he was hired. Uh I, that's my thoughts on that. I don't get why anybody would root for him to fail. Um, I think he's got a pretty impressive resume. I, I think there are certain uh, members of the media or whatever that in their jobs look to create content and look to create conversation and uh, like to make, uh, you know, ran out to potentially not be a great general manager because it creates great content and talking points and whatnot. But no, I think overall people want Rand to succeed because Rand succeeding means the Titans succeed and the Titans succeeding means media succeeds. Anybody who relies on fan engagement uh, needs interaction. Local media is pro Vrabel. I thought Firing Vrabel was a big mistake. That's not a RAN issue. That's an issue with Amy Adams Strunk and, a, and an error I think that she made. Doesn't mean I'm rooting for them to fail. It, I also think you, Demetrius, and a lot of Titans fans out there are the problem here that created Vrabel versus RAN. Like you have to be pro Vrabel and that means you hate Ran or you have to be pro Ran and then you bash Mike Vrabel every chance that you get. That's what the fan base seems to be doing. I don't think that it needs to be one or the other. Uh, I think I can view firing Mike Vrabel as a mistake and also believe that Rand Carthon is a very good general manager who's going to succeed in the National Football League. But I don't know if you know how this industry works. If you think media wants the team to bottom out and tank just so that we yeah. can prove a point and be correct. I'd rather cover a playoff game in a Super Bowl and uh, be sitting here right now talking about the Titans playing in a Super Bowl instead of talking about an offensive coordinator hire again. Yeah, and uh, here is the uh, dumbest comment of the day. 
uh, from Nate's burner saying, seeing Rand in a Colts uniform made me hate me. Sorry, but not sorry. That is the dumbest comment I have seen maybe yeah. in 2024. Yeah, like, like that is so stupid. I, I think like, he's kidding. So I think I don't I don't know because Nate, I saw Nate, I was I've been watching the chat as you've been going through uh, Nate's burner and saying that he does he is rooting for Rand to fail. Nate's burner said that because he played for the Colts as an undrafted player looking for an opportunity. Like that is the dumbest thing oh. in the world. Yeah, I, no, I like Rand. Rand's great. I'm a big fan of Rand. I'm a big fan of Rand's resume. I think he's going to be very successful. I'm rooting for him to succeed. I think most Titans media would agree with that statement. Uh, and I think if you ask Titans media, would you rather Titans go 12-5 and five this year and have a ton of success and Rand Carthon's being nominated for Executive of the Year or – Rand Carthon bottoms out in epic fashion and Amy Adams drunk regrets firing Mike Vrabel. We're going to take the 12 and five season that makes business work well, keeps us having jobs uh, and gives us some fun things to talk about and do. So uh, I don't know. I think that's a bit of a misguided. Well, and like people also like forget what the media's role is. The media's role is to question things. It's to be a little bit skeptical to not just buy anything that comes out of the mouth of the Tennessee Titans because the Tennessee Titans have people that talk about them in a positive light because they want the, everybody to think the most pot. They want to sell tickets. You know, they, yeah. the, the Tennessee Titans want everybody in the world to think that Rand Carthon stood on the table in the draft room last April and said, Will Levis is the guy. That is what every, that's what the Tennessee Titans want the world to think. And they're going to try to do that. And they're going to try to make it sound like, yep, Rand was behind uh, Will Levis. And yeah, Andre Dillard was a Vrabel guy. <laughs> that is what the Titans want to do. It's the media's job to go pick and choose between that and you know peel it back and to find out where the truth lies in that. And uh, I'm sure that both uh, Rand and Vrabel signed off on quarterback Will Levis. I still believe that Dillard was a Vrabel signing because that's been talked about even before there was a discussion about Vrabel's job security. So, but uh, those are my two examples off the top of that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the team is always going to try and paint things positively for obvious reasons. Um, and I think, yeah, you're right. The media's job is to have checks and balances a little bit for what the organization presents. Uh, it's to be eyes and ears of, fans in a lot of ways and voice of fans in some ways and uh but yeah i mean i've said this point on the show forever I, I think any media that says they're not rooting for the titans to win games is lying because it's better for business when the titans win games that's just a fact um it's good for business too when titans fans are angry but when titan anger only lasts for so long uh, yep. We all know that, <laughs> you know, anger so, turns to apathy. We Titans start Owen two this year. Our shows are going to perform really well on A to Z sports for about two weeks. Titans go to Owen four. Those shows are going to start dipping off real quick, especially when you get into the later months of the year. I'd much, much rather be talking about a team that's in first place and have playoff conversations. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, and yeah, so. All right, so look, we've, we've talked through this last topic, this last conversation for the last eight to ten minutes has been us versus some of the chat, right? Let's all jump on the same team and play trivia. Let's all be uh, on the same team with our sports trivia segment here to wrap up this Wednesday show.
at Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. You can go see them in Lebanon or about online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Sam, are you ready for Tuesday's or Wednesday's sports trivia? Let's go. Here we go. All right. It is trivia time. Last week with Jack in as trivia director, uh, we did uh, get everything correct. We had the double dip on the celebrity mashup. So how this works, no Googling, no Googling. Uh, the answers, I pick the first category and then I check out the chat to find the second category. So if you want a category, uh, I've already got it. All right, Jay is the winner on that. So I will start us off with cereal. Sean White, Michael Vick, Stephen Curry, and Lindsey Vaughn have all been featured on the cover of what cereal brand? Is this Wheaties? I, it's the only thing that makes sense. On the cover of a cereal brand, Wheaties is the only one that I know that puts like celebrities and athletes on the cover. Um, just, it feels like Wheaties is too obvious of an answer and such a like Sean White, Mike Vick, Steph Curry and Lindsey Vaughn. Like, that's a very weird collection of. Yeah. Why yeah. They, that makes me think it could be something else. Two Olympians on there with White and Vaughn. Well, three Olympians, if you had Steph in. Well, right. But he's not a real Olympian. He's a Yes, he is. Player. He's an Olympian. He's, a basketball he's got gold medals. Don't take gold medals away from Steph Curry. Come on. Olympians are hey, and Mike play. Vick. Mike Vick could be an Olympian in 2028 with that flag football team. I think Mike Vick could still probably play that. <laughs> Olympians are athletes. No, I, that I, play Olympic Olympic specific I, sports. I, I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so I guess we have to go with Wheaties. I I think we have to. I mean, I I've seen a couple other requests, but the chat's overwhelming Wheaties. So let's yeah. All right. All right. Wheaties. Correct. There we go. All right, Jay. Easy, but Jay has uh, NBA as the next category. After 11 seasons in Detroit, Tayshawn Prince got traded midseason to this Western Conference team that he'd helped make the 2013 Conference Finals. I know this. Chad will know this. Austin, do you know this? Uh, I think it's the Lakers. It is not. It's not. This is your grit and grind, Memphis. Is Grizzly. it really? Yeah, Tayshawn Prince oh, was Memphis Grizzly. So Matt, Matt, uh, well, Demetrius was first on Grizzlies, and then Matt says, "Yeah, it's those grit and grind Grizzlies." I believe they were the eight seed too. They were like that was the that was the fun Grizz with Zebo. That they were an eight seed and they beat the one seed, but they were that was a fun era of Zebo Conley, uh, Mark Gasol. Tony Allen, the Godfather, the Grindfather. That was a good group. That was a that was a fun year. Um, all right. So next category, let's go with television. All right, television. Let's see it. Debuting on USA in 2007, this comedy drama follows a detective named Sean Spencer who cashes in on people believing he has supernatural abilities. This is a top five show of all time. I adore Psych. Yeah, it's a great show. It, I had it, no it, I, I had no idea what Psych was until my wife and I started watching it uh, several years ago at this point. And Psych has become one of our, when you don't know what show you want to start yeah. next, yeah. that's, you know, you go back and you re rewatch it. 
I do the same thing with my fiance. It is just like, uh, if we scroll too long looking for something to put on, it's like, hey, episode of Psych. Never hurt anybody. It'll give us some laughs. It's yes. an awesome, awesome show. Uh, and hey, shout out James Rode Rodriguez, Tennessee Titans fan. That's right. That's right. Oh. Psych. I'll let you type that in. Oh. Nope, not ostrich. Nope. Why are you in all caps? What are you yelling? I don't know. All right. I'm yelling because uh, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Let's go with geography. Geography. Shawnee, Lawrence, and Olath are three of the top 10 most populated cities in this U.S. state west of the Mississippi. I've got yeah, it. There's been, there's been like three Sean... Uh, and Jason, yeah, Jason, I was talking about Psych. Psych. Psych on USA. Shawnee uh, Lawrence, uh, Kansas. Shawnee, Kansas, Oklahoma. Is there a Lawrence, Oklahoma? I mean, I think it's either Kansas is the only one that I know that has Lawrence because it's the capital. It's not the capital. Topeka is the capital. Topeka. Topeka, Topeka, Topeka. Uh, but Lawrence is where the University of Kansas is. True. Uh, so I think we have to go to Kansas, right? Yeah, I believe this is Kansas. Uh, Lawrence, Kansas is where uh, the University of Kansas is. And as Nick says, I believe Shawnee is a suburb out of Kansas City. Um, so Kansas. And bang, bang. All right. So we three of our four questions have had Sean in it with Sean White. Hey, Sean Prince. Oh, so all four of them have been. <laughs> yeah, we've got a Sean. We're on Sean watch at this Sean point. Sean Spencer, Shawnee. Okay, let's see what uh, – does this work with Celebrity Mashup? Let's figure it out. All is, right. there, is there some type of Sean in Celebrity Mashup? Yes. Yes, there is. Wait, what's going on? Did we did we figure something out here? Oh man. So who is the middle? Is the middle is Sean Mendez. Oh. Who then the outside Sean Connery, isn't it? Oh, I did not think it was Sean. I saw Connery. Sean Connery first and you saw Sean Mendez. I didn't even see Sean Mendez. Oh, I thought the outside was uh uh, Hector uh, Elizondo. I don't know who that is. I, I immediately saw Sean Connery. It's definitely Sean Connery. All right. So I mean, Sean you think Connery, that's Sean Mendez? I know then, it's Sean Mendez. All right. Well, then we go. We got double Sean's in here. All right. Here Let's we see go. what we got. Oh, it's yeah. Now, how you feel? This is one of my shades. Is that we need to figure out how to spell Sean. As a as a country, boom, double Sean, double Sean right. is correct. All right, so Man, now has, has this been happening? Has this been a theme the entire time? No, there's no way. But now we crack something because, yeah, like, all right, all right let's on. go with NHL. Known for his agitating style, this left-wing center played for the Red Wings, Kings, Rangers, and Stars from 02 to 2012, leading the league in penalty minutes twice. Uh, I don't think there's many Shawns in hockey. 
I think there's a lot of Sean's in hockey. Sean is a hockey name. Sean is not a hockey name yes, at all. Sean is a hockey name. But immediately um, Matt says Sean Avery. <laughs> Titan Kyle, I like his. Uh, it's Sean or Sean for sure. It's going to be one of the two. I mean, uh, Matt feels very confident about Sean Avery. Is that correct? We got another Sean Avery. I, I don't know. Sean Avery. We have to go with Sean Avery. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go with Sean Avery. I don't know 2000s hockey, so boom. Okay. Shout out to, shout out to chat. I don't have that one down. Well, let's go with uh, music. All right. This Jamaican rapper and singer had two Billboard Hot 100 hits in the 2000s in Get Busy and Temperature. All right, I know this one. Is it? Is it Big Sean? No, Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. God. Sean Paul. There, there are a lot of. Sh there's Big Sean. I also thought Sean. What about Sean Kingston? He's not a rapper. I would. He's Jamaican though. Singer. So Sean Paul though. This one's Sean Paul for sure. Yeah, this is Sean Paul. Get okay. busy, is Sean Paul. Okay. Boom. All right. Movies. Let's see All if right. our Sean's. I mean, this has to continue with the Sean stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, we've. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost starred in this cult favorite 2004 zombie rom-com from director Edgar Wright. Zombie rom-com? Um, Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is a movie. And that's it. There, let's see. We got who's on it. Let's give them some props here. We got Brad, uh, a lot of people. Matt, we got Demetrius, John. Yeah, I didn't know this. Uh, Sean of the Dead. Sean. I'm going to say it's this way. Oh. Oh, there's so many spellings. There we go. Oh, this is the okay, worst one the of U. them all. Yeah. All right, so I have a question. Before we click on NFL, let's guess what NFL Sean. Sean Taylor. Think I was thinking Sean King. I bet what you it. Yeah, I bet you it's Sean Taylor. Maybe I'm just gonna take a stab. Maybe it's Sean the, Watson. Sean no, I think, I think it's gonna be Sean Taylor, and I think it's gonna be a Pro Bowl question about the Sean Taylor Pro Bowl hit. You going? Okay. I'm just I'm taking a full stab of what that's gonna be. I mean, there's Sean Alexander's. They're popping in here. Sean Payton. Sean Alexander. Sean Taylor. Sean Alexander. That's a good one. Keyshawn Johnson. There's a lot of options here. So Sean King was my first guess. All right, let's click on NFL and see what we got. Sean Alexander, oh. 05 NFL MVP, led the Seahawks to the Super Bowl, but lost to what AFC team? 21 to 10. This is the, should I say it? Or should I wait? Uh, we can give the chat a second. Yeah. To catch it. It. You're still guessing Sean's. <laughs> MB's got it. Yep. Demetrius yep. got it. It's the Stillers, the yep. Pittsburgh Stillers. Uh, With Willie Parker, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, Bettis had a, at least one touchdown in that Was game. Was that when Randall L threw a touchdown to? I'm Rand Antoine Randall L. Yeah, I believe he did yeah. throw a touchdown yeah. in that Super Bowl. Man, that was a, I was not expecting the Sean theme there, but that was kind of fun. Can we can we figure out why? 
is why what, today's Sean? February seventh. Why is today like like National Sean Day? Yeah, may, maybe. That's what I'm just trying to figure out is like, why did we get Sean today? Titans Kyle wants to know if he gets 40% off for getting Sean Alexander. Correct, Austin. Oh, Um, I mean, that's not even a question. Absolutely. Because we all get 40% off our merch at shop.adzsportsnashville.com. So if you want gear, get it. Uh, It's that time of year for us. We're still trying to unload uh, all of our old gear. They are the softest shirts in America. I, I will say that. I have heard that from not just me, uh, but from others. The softest, the softest shirts in America are shop.adazesportsnashville.com. So go get those. Once we run out of those sizes, we are out of the sizes for good. Um, so there you go. Shop.adazesportsnashville.com uh, with that. Um, man, I don't know what the Sean thing. National Sean Day was February 1st. So, not. So, it's not that. I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the guy who creates this, his name is Sean, and it's his birthday today, and he just wanted to do that. The question maker was just in his Sean bag today. But the, I was actually going to laugh at you when you were sitting there like, oh, we've got Sean's in three of our four questions. And then I kind of realized, wait, we have him in four of our four yeah, questions. Yeah, because this, this might be something now. That was, was a like, hidden Sean. Yeah, there was a hidden Sean there. And wow. Danny, yes, there's a national Sean day, and it's February There's a national everything day. Is there a national Sam day? Gotta be. I'm going to be mad if there's not. I'm creating it if there's not. National Sam day, July 13th. Nice. Credit to me for having a day on July 13th. My day is January 9th. Damn it. I don't have to wait a whole another year. I'm going to double down. July 13th is my second birthday now. (laughs) I better get presents from people. I better get texts. I better get uh, Uh, posts on Instagram stories. Happy National Sam Day. Yeah. You with a thumbs up. Yep. All right. Exactly hey, that'll I mean. that'll do it for us. Uh, if you want to figure out what national day you have, then congratulations to you. Uh, hey, I do want to give a congrats to uh, Buck Rising, who was named the number two midday sports talk show in America by Barrett Sports Media today. So Buck has climbed the ranks from nine to four to two in his three years with 104.5 The Zone. So shout out to our, our friend and our teammate, Buck Rising, and the Buck Rising show on 104.5 The Zone. Barrett Sports Media's number two uh, midday sports talk show in the mid-markets in the country. So shout out to Buck on that. I'm sure he won't brag about that at all. Uh, but so appreciate that. Appreciate all you guys. But make sure you hit that like button. We need more likes on the show. Always way more people watching who have than have hit the like button. So please hit the like button for us. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Thursday. Appreciate it as always.